Welcome to the Goody Squad with Chiba and Aaron X. What up, potty people? Chiba here with my uh, my brother, Aaron X. Wah, up, wah, wah. <laughs> it's uh, Valentine week. Uh, happy Valentine's week. Yeah, happy hearts day. <laughs> Yeah. Do you do you guys do anything in your Valentine? Well, you got a kid. Do I mean, you, like, you know, we stuff? used to, we used to do like big old things, but the problem is we started noticing that every time we did something on Valentine's Day, uh, it was expensive. Um, service was bad. It was just a bad experience, so we stopped doing it. Um, so you know, yeah. we'll, 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 you know, <laughs> like I bought them, I bought them like uh, a uh, like a nice plant for them to take care of, and I got them each cards. But other than that, it was pretty low maintenance. Here's how I'm gonna break it down how we do it in our family. Uh oh. So first we got Christmas in December, right? Right. Then both my husband and my birthdays are in January. Right. Okay. So by the time February rolls around, we're done. We're done with the gift giving and all that crap. So it's like we we originally said, Oh, we'll just do a card, you know, and but you know what? You get busy, people forget. So uh I made I made a cake. And uh, I got a card and flowers for my mom. Nice. Yeah. There you go. See, you complain, but you have to remember, we're both in December, and there's Hanukkah and Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I'm not complaining. That's my excuse I'm, for not I'm, doing shit. I'm not shit. complaining. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's my reasoning in my head for um, not having to do shit. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. We, we Yeah, we didn't even... Uh, well, we didn't have a, a, a nice dinner or anything like that. Well, the, the three of us did. Me and my husband and my mom had a lovely dinner. Very nice. Well, happy Valentine's Day to your mama. Right, right. <laughs> that The woman deserves it. Um, so, uh, the Goody Squad, our, our podcast, we, we try and keep it not so serious. On the lighter side, because we like to talk crap and be so judgy about stuff. Eh, not taking it seriously. Eh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Nudge, so, nudge. <laughs> so, but we do want to acknowledge things that go on in the world, um, such as the um, horrific school shooting in Florida this week. Um, with last I read, um, 17 dead, which is so sad by a former school student, I believe. Yeah. Not an immigrant, I just want to point out. Yeah. Um, and what... I didn't know was that this is the 18th school shooting this year and we're in February. Are you fucking kidding me? I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah. It, I mean, it, you know, I saw somebody post on the book of face, like a little graphic that was kind of like, you know, shooting happens. And then, uh, you know, it's almost worth me bringing up because it, it like I saw it. I'm like, I think I never talking about uh, it was that little circle graph that it was yeah. like shooting happens. People pray. Thoughts and prayers. Uh, people forget, or nothing happens. People forget. Shooting happens. Just yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, um, I don't know, man. It's it, you know, anything, anything we've we've said, and anything that we're gonna say. Yeah, I, I, I it's like mass shooting, thoughts and prayers, Facebook debates. Everyone forgets. Congress does nothing. Crickets chirping repeat yeah 
it's it's bullshit. You know, I I didn't listen to the president talk about it because again, I don't really believe anything that comes out of his mouth anyway. But right. from what I read, he didn't even mention the word gun. He blames it all on mental health. Yeah, he's not gonna say <sighs> whatever, dude. I don't know, man. So, it's 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 awful and it's terrible. And you know, and having having a kid in a school is just every time something like this happens, you know, you're. I was gonna you're, ask you that. Yeah, it's awful. You know, the the more that you you have that connection, and you know, you know, you, you feel for those parents because you 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 can't even fathom trying to put yourself in in these poor people's shoes. It's awful. It and it's it just sucks. It just sucks that something like this continues to happen and and nothing nothing is done. Now, you know, um, Chelsea Handler, I follow on a lot of social media and a lot of her shows I've watched and stuff. And Sorry. Uh, I love her. <laughs> you don't like Chelsea? That's a topic for another time. <laughs> I think I, I forgot about that. Anyway, she, um, interesting thing is that she's not doing her show right now. She's just taking a lot of time to travel the country and talk to people and a lot of the politicians out there and what they're doing and what people want. Anyway, she had a post about, um, Everybody that she follows, all the, you know, um, congressmen, senators that she follows, uh, she's had a whole post about, here's who takes money from the NRA and here, here, here's who doesn't. You know, you want something done about it, you got to vote for whatever side you believe in, you yeah. know. And it's like, and it's true. You really got to know the people you're voting for and their their voting records are public history. You can easily look this shit up and see who these people you're voting for, see which where they're voting on things, see who's donating to their campaign funds, see who's putting money in their pockets. That's the shit you should know when you go out and vote. Yeah, absolutely. So. Well, and, and the most important part is that you should fucking vote. Like I, yeah. if anything we learned from the last election, please go and fucking vote. Right. That's my pervert. Uh, my uh, my my uh, service announcement for tonight. But I swear to God, packing up, moving to another country just sounds better and better each day. You know, we joked about it when we knew he won, and he was, you know, oh, if he wins, I'm going to another country. That shit is so real now. It's so oh, real. Oh man, like we joked about Canada. I'm like, Canada's Canada's nice. I like Canada. Right. Right. Um, you and I have a friend. I don't know if you still are friends with him on Facebook or not, um, that now lives in Amsterdam with his husband, our friend Sven. Damn, I don't think I was ever friends with Sven on, on, on the on the Instagram or the Book of Face. Oh, but, yeah, uh, anyway, um, they're still friends. And he's been living in Amsterdam with his husband for the last couple of years. I'm like, I always wanted to go to Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sounds like but, a lovely place. <laughs> yeah, you see, that's a dangerous place for you to end up in. I'm just saying. But that is it a podcast for another time. <laughs> Hey, no difference in here and there anymore. <laughs> anyway. Tomato, potato. or One of the funny said. things that came up in the news early this week was um, the Donald's hair. We've all oh been mystified by that pile of straw on top of his head that he calls hair. Dude. That he claims is real. Dude. Dude, the the picture, the, the video of him like going up the stairs to the plane, dude looks like a helmetless Darth Vader, like burnt side of the force. Like he just looks like fucked up. I couldn't agree more. I Ugh. couldn't, when I saw it, it, was, it scared me. I was sad. You know how when um, you're in the water too long and your fingers get all pruney? Yeah. He looked like my thumb. He <laughs> looked like my thumb when it gets Under all pruney. Under my thumb. <laughs> it was so gross. But I did see an article that, of course, everybody's got to pipe in with their opinions. Some doctors, some somebody asked some plastic surgeon's opinion or something like that. Because they claim they saw this scar 
like on the back of his head to where it, he could have had scalp reduction surgery, which apparently his wife and his daughter have alluded to. In that, in that book that came out, Fire and Fury that just came out, yeah. um, Michael Wolf mentions how Ivanka loves telling people this story of this surgery her dad got because it was really gross. They basically take the bald parts of your head and they'll cut it off and sew your head back together where there is hair. Ah, uh, <laughs> man, there's nothing wrong with being bald, man. Like no, I'm telling you, shave it off, man. When, when I when I when I lose this luxurious hair of mine, which is still <laughs> full and thick and shit, as soon as it I is, lose it, I'm it going is. I'm going fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I'm not. There's yeah. no shame in that. My husband keeps saying the same thing. I'm telling you, there's no shame in that shit. Fucking go. It, it's a part of life, man. It's just a fucking part of life. It's okay. You're going to be okay. <laughs> shit. His hair. But that's, I mean, like, that's that's how much that dude's, like, quote unquote, like, appearance is so important to him that he has to go and do some, like, fucking alien bullshit. <gasps> Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's not a scar Ooh. from that. Maybe some like that's where the aliens came into his fucking head. You could be onto something. Oh shit! Fucking like some proof of lobotomy surgery. Yeah, or something? like they fucking like they, they 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 took out his brain and put a little alien with like levers and shit, like uh, Men in Black in there. I'm onto I something. Think I'm you're telling onto you. Something. I think so. You're I welcome. Think so you heard you heard it here first. Goody pod. Write Mark that shit date, down. Stamp it. <laughs> Smack it up. Flip it and rub it down. <laughs> Too funny. Um, are you watching? Watching any of the Olympics? The Olympics are going on. Um, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of the Olympics, and not, not that I hate on the Olympics. Either, like, either summer nor winter. I don't give a fuck if it's fucking winter, <laughs> spring, formal, fucking under enchantment under the sea. I don't, I don't give a shit when when the Olympics are. I don't give a shit. Um, I haven't. I don't think I've given Do you a watch shit. Any of, sports um, besides wrestling. I mean, look on a like I like watching basketball and I like watching football, but do I watch it like religiously and have a team? No, not really. Um, you know, and I, I'll, on the on the occasion of, <coughs> excuse me, I think I like going better to games. So I like going to like baseball sure. games. I like going to football Absolutely. games. I like going to basketball yeah. games. Um, but like I don't think I, I don't think I'm religiously behind one specific team. Um. Except for, you know, I mean, look, fucking wrestling, you know, takes up more t- more of my time than I care to admit. So I don't really have time. Yeah, that's true. It's I, I don't like have time. a season. I, there, I wish there was a fucking season because at least I would have a break. But like it's, you know, true. three hours on Monday, two hours on, on, on Tuesday, another couple hours on Wednesday, take Thursday and Friday off. And depending on the time of month. <laughs> Or the time of year, it might be pay per view on Saturday and Sunday. So, oh my goodness, it makes me tired thinking about it. But that's a podcast for another time. Literally, a <laughs> podcast for another time. If you're listening, it's the Fire to Hayabusa <laughs> show on the Art Hurts Podcast Network. Nice, nice way to get that in there. Fucking Perfect. plug, son. Plug, plug, all, plug. All things wrestling. Seriously, if you're a wrestling fan, go listen to this guy because I can't, I can't even listen to it because because uh, somebody's got to. <laughs> so um, so the yeah. olympics so i'm assuming you watch this shit my husband will pretty much watch anything competitive so like hot dog eating yeah um uh like a like a tie your shoe race probably um like okay here's some of the things 
okay, that we'll watch. First of all, we did watch the Winter Olympics. The first couple of days was all the snowboarding half pipe stuff, which was dope. Yeah. Okay. Um, our girl, uh, Chloe, she can't remember her last name. Um, 18 year old, 17, 18 year old, the girl that won the half pipe. Um, <laughs> she basically, they got two runs each. She basically on her first run got like, a 96 out of a hundred or something like that. 96 something. And nobody could beat her through their second round. So she won. She didn't even need to compete, but she went down the half pipe anyway for fun. And then ended up scoring like a 98.25. Damn. Like almost a perfect run. That's crazy. crazy. So she won gold. And then, um, Sean White took it back and won his third gold medal. He hasn't won since like 2010. I think he, he didn't even medal last time. And, uh, God, he threw down an almost near perfect run too. He his first run was like a ninety four something, and then his second run was like a ninety seven, almost perfect. So stuff like that's exciting. Half pipes, seeing those guys flying in the sure. air, doing flips and stuff like that. But to be honest with you, let's see. Not into the ice skating. We do watch the curling sometimes. It's quite fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> brush, like brush, 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 brush. Those yeah, and those those shoes that just slide across that ice. <laughs> that's fucking foolish. Um, don't care about the, um, figure skating. Um, which I figured that like, if you're watching it, I figured like, that's probably like a big one, right? Like you should probably watch that. Shit. It is for most people, but it is, but I don't really care. Actually, I did see like the first day of this team competition that I didn't even know we had. And one of our homegirls landed like a triple axle or something that's never been done before. And it was like, Oh, right, you go girl. Well, that, and then I just read tonight that some other dude landed there like a quadruple axle. Like, it's crazy. Anyway. Last week, fucked around and got a triple-double. Exactly. (laughs) We'll watch some, but, like, tonight it was skating and, like, downhill skiing was on. Slalom. It's like, yeah, that's boring. Um, So we'll give and take. We'll give and take with the Olympics. I don't know. The Um, the Olympics is funny to me because it's like – you know, like it's 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 once every four years, and then like we cheer on to the cheer most of these people. We don't know who the fuck they are, and then they go back to obscurity for another four years until they fucking resurrect again. And oh hey, oh I remember this motherfucker. I mean, you got your, your people like you know popular names like Sean White. Like everybody, like I know that name, you right? Know, and I know that he's a, you know a snowboarder, but yeah. most of those other fools are just back to obscurity with your ass after the Olympics. I think. That's what I like about the Olympics is it is these kids a lot of times coming up, getting their one, you know, usually once in a lifetime shot to medal, you know, and, and either they do or they don't. And, and you don't see them again. Not like these athletes who you kind of get bored of seeing every week and going through their quote unquote injuries. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't know. It, you know, it, it was fun. And the Winter Olympics are actually over two years. Instead of four, believe it or not. And did you know that the um, L.A. is getting the Summer Olympics in? Well, first it's going to Paris next, and then L.A. Like twenty twenty four. Yeah, that's I, I'm I'm look as much as I'm I miss living in the heat of things. Um, I'm glad, and I'm hoping that we don't live in 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 the heat of things anymore when that shit comes back around. Because there's still parts of me that remind remember the nineteen eighty four Olympics. And the fucking traffic that was there for that shit. So. Yeah. Or was it 82? Yep. 84? 82. 84. I don't know. I'm not good at math. Um, <laughs> so. 84. <laughs> I mean, look. Yay that we're getting it. But, I mean, 
I'm not going to be going to any of that shit. No, I'm not either. I just think it's I just think it's fascinating. There is one chick I'm excited to watch in the Olympics this year. Um, her name is Erin Jackson. She's a Ooh. long distance. What was that? What was that? Sorry, Erin Jackson. Ooh. Oh, uh, I get it. Okay. Well, my, well, Damn, my, I got to explain my, jokes and shit on this podcast? <laughs> no, it was just quick. Sorry. Give me a little more. Like, give me a little. Um, I am for <laughs> real. You know. Never meant to make your daughter cry. Thank you. See? Anyway, her name's Erin Jackson. She is from Florida. She is um, one of the first African-American women to ever do long-distance speed skating. Yeah. You go, girl. Do that this shit. Is why I, this is why I liked her. She started out as an inline skater, and then she played roller derby for a couple years, and then decided what? to transition to ice. What? She stepped, she stepped on the ice for the first time in the fall of last year and qualified for the Olympics in January. What? She qualified for the Olympics four months after stepping onto the ice. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, twenty-five and, years old. Well, and she's, she's one of and, and she's one of your peoples with the, uh, with the with the roller derby. So she played for like the world's roller derby team, which is playing right now. She uh, gave a shout out to them on her Instagram, saying, "You know, good luck, girls. Wish I could be there with you." Damn. Um, sadly, she did not get to partake in the opening Olympic ceremony because she was feeling under the weather. So her trainers made her stay in her room. So she posted a picture of Instagram in her Team USA onesie with her laptop watching the opening ceremonies. <laughs> I mean, you honestly, that... Up, you go get them, girl. She uh, she probably had a better seat than most of those people did, so good on her. Well, no, because she she, they all got to walk in the whole thing. Yeah, like, but, you know, you got to do the whole song and dance. She, but she had a better seat, whatever. Shit. Once a lifetime opportunity. Erin <laughs> Jackson, she spells her name Ooh. like you. She spells her name the correct way. That's right. None of those two vowels. Who needs two vowels? A A Ron. A A Ron. That's that's dumb. <laughs> um. So you and I are Disney people. We are We've Disney people. I have been an annual pass holder for probably the better part of twenty something years at this point. Are you serious? Yeah, man. Yeah, I started yeah, doing the math you. when uh when 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 we were talking about this story that we're about to. About to hit, and I started thinking about it. I'm like, holy shit, I've had this pass for a long motherfucking time. For 20 years? I didn't even know the annual pass is around for that long. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, it, that, it has been around for a while, but it used to have to pay up front for it at one time, Yeah, right? Yeah, that was some bullshit. Cause, I wonder how much it was, though, when you when you paid up front for it, because hasn't oh, it gone up a lot? Man, <laughs> I want to say that I remember paying like $300 and be like, ooh, that's a lot of money I got up front up front. <laughs> Needless <laughs> to say, people, I'm paying a lot more money for three fucking passes. Oh my god! Three Disneyland. Three fucking yeah. passes. So, but you know, when you live so close, you know, I would too. Look, would man, too. my my in laws are like 20 minutes from that place. So you know, now that we live a little farther out, um, it takes us a while to get there. But look, worst case scenario, we go to their house and we'll sleep there. Yeah, you know, so. It still makes sense for us, at least for now. That's cool. So a few years ago, what about maybe like five, six years ago or something, you yeah. and I started noticing these little Disney gangs popping up. It was, And we call them that because they were these social groups. Social but clubs. But they wore denim vests 
dressed like bikers and they had patches on them that were like inspired by the biker gangs, three piece patches, but they were all Disney related. They were all Disney names. So it was basically like Sons of Anarchy, only PG at that time. Things have right. changed apparently. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because you and I even told we got we got sucked in. We totally wanted our own little Disney gang. We just really wanted to wear the patches and the denim jack vests, I think. I still kinda do. <laughs> right, right. I actually forgot about it until this article pops up in the news that apparently these these Disney social gangs are causing trouble. They're causing troubles. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, it, there's always some knuckleheads that are always going to fuck some cool shit off. So That's true. Um, apparently they were <laughs> like trying to bring some old gang style shit back where like one of the social clubs wanted to hold this fundraiser at Disneyland, and the other one's like, well, you got to give us some money to protect you to make sure nothing goes wrong at your event. Fuck. Yeah, like, like what exactly is going to happen at the park? Trust me. Right? You don't get away with shit at that park. We've actually known people that gotten put in, like, Disney jail, and, Ooh. like, yeah, that's not... What they do? I don't know. It was something even stupid. It wasn't even, like, anything like, ooh, shit. Um, God, it was so long ago. I barely even remember at this point, but... Yeah, like, that place is so, like, um, that place is so, like, you know, mic'd and camera and shit that you're not getting away yep. with anything. So the fact True. that these guys were getting away with some stupid shit is kind of, kind of unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was low-key if they're, like, just trying to, you know, telling people, hey, uh, you gotta pay us to, uh, protect you. I don't know what that's about. But, but can you really take somebody seriously who's got, like the Mickey Mouseketeers on the back of their vest. Like, <laughs> wait a minute. You're trying to get me to pay you money. Look at your ass. Do you need more patches? Go Is get it. Get the fuck out of here and go get a fast pass. <laughs> Motherfucker. Calm down, dude. If you want to trade pins, I'll trade pins, but you don't got to be all up in my shit. Yeah, here's this Haunted Mansion one I got, a fucking Leota. Fucking take it already. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Have you ever seen... I've never even seen... Those vests or those clubs at Disneyland the last few times I've gone, which is kind of why I forgot about them. No, nah, no, nah, I see them. Okay. We went back. Are they, are they in big groups? Or are they random? No, it's usually a family and shit. That's the part that makes yeah. no sense to me. It's usually like the dad, the mom, and the couple kids, and they all have the, the matching. It's fucking cute, right? Yeah, it looked, it looked cute. I think we, we went back like right after they put up the, uh, the Christmas stuff, I think, last year. Uh-huh. And then we're going to go back and like two weekends or maybe not this weekend not the long weekend but the weekend after that we're gonna uh-huh. go so I'll, I'll be on the lookout for some vests Disney gangs maybe I'll get jumped doing, in doing shenanigans yeah Matt Hatterson doing, boy, boy, boy. <laughs> doing like malarkey and stuff so dumb yeah. just just so, hey if you guys like hear this and you guys are in one of these social clubs just stop being a dumbass and wear your fucking vest and have a good old time and get a fast pass and, and get a churro yeah. or a turkey have leg. Have a dole whip. Yeah. Nobody could be that uptight when you're having a dole whip. You're I mean, fucking, come on. Well, and, and worst of all, you paid all kinds of money to get into Disneyland because I know most of you motherfuckers have a pass. So stop fucking around and have a good time. It's Disneyland. <laughs> Don't fuck that up for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Dumbasses. They might be. They could be our dumbasses of the week too. Yeah, no dumbasses. Bendejos. Ooh, speaking of bendejos. Ooh. I'm totally sucked into Celebrity Big Brother right now. Mind you, I have never watched a season of Big Brother before in my life. Like ever, ever, ever. 
Ever, ever. I've seen bits and pieces. I know what the show's about. But yeah. I've never watched a season of that show. Yeah, me neither. I've never it's seen just it. That, what happens with these celebrity shows with me, like Dancing with the Stars, all that crap is, depends on what celebrities you have on it if I'm going to watch it. You, you might have some people that I kind of like, which is why I'll tune in. But if I don't like your people, I'm not watching. Like if a Greg so, Brady like chimes in, like you would watch that shit. That's so funny. I, I Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would not watch Greg Brady on Big Brother because he'd just be too nice, and that's not the point of the show. I think what got me, who got me into Big Brother this season, was um, Ross Matthews. You know who he is, right? Uh, not by name. Squeak, squeaky pitched gay guy hosts um, a lot of red carpets, and wasn't he on uh, like somebody's like like Leno? A... He started out. Yeah, Leno yeah, I like that kid. So he's on it. And then Brandy Glanville, which uh, um, I liked her when she used to be on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> okay, backstory. She was married to this guy who was this random actor who did this stupid-ass movie with Leanne Rimes. Remember her? Yeah, yeah. And Leanne Rimes was married to somebody else at the time, and so was this actor. And they ended up hooking up on this movie and um, dumping their spouses and getting married. And so this chick was the girl, the wife that got dumped. Well, but. So Leanne Rimes is like her kid's stepmom. <laughs> oh, and she was, and she was pregnant when she got dumped too. Damn, that's fucked up. That's fucked up for fucking Leanne Rimes. This isn't this isn't some fucking Maury Povich shit, right? So she's on. Shannon Elizabeth's on from the American Pie trilogy. I remember her. Damn, she fell that hard, huh? What else did she do? She oh, she was on the '70s show for a little while. Damn, I don't remember that. It was in the later years when nobody watched it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mark McGrath is on. Damn. So, so what, did he get like let go from like Access Hollywood or where the fuck he was? Yeah, on? yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, Meta World Peace is on. Oh lord. Uh, um. Oh, some chick. She's a beauty pageant queen. She was the one that. Um, remember when Steve Harvey announced the wrong winner's name? Yeah. She was either one, the one who won or the one who didn't win. I can't remember, but she was involved in that. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, anyway, Omarosa is on. Omarosa. Uh, now, she's kind of, she's kind of anymore. a... She's just Omarosa now. She's kind of a, 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 a queen of these, like, style of shows. Well, that's the funny thing is, yeah, she started out on The Apprentice when, you know, not even celebrity version. Nobody knew who she was. She started out on The Apprentice... I don't even think she won her season, I don't but even she know. was the typical villain bitch. I don't even think I watched it at the time. I, I didn't watch that dumb show, um, but that's all I know about her. She came out of this being like known as reality villain. I don't even know what other shows she might have went on after that, but um, she was in Trump's corner uh, during the campaign, and he ended up taking her to the White House. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, which was interesting, which was interesting to everybody. So within the last, like not even a month after leaving the White House, she said she left. Then she goes on Big Brother and immediately starts talking shit, basically. Funny thing is, is like after she starts talking shit, the White House is like, she was fired. Like, whatever. <laughs> I don't even know who to believe anymore at this point. But Homegirl comes out and she's talking to uh, Ross Matthews at one point in the house. And they're outside. Just the two of them. Now, they know they're mic'd. They know there's microphones and cameras everywhere and stuff like that. But he's trying to have a conversation with her. Trying to Ross is great. He can dig for information. Um, 
and he's trying to get out of what it was like at the White House. And he goes, I don't understand why you really went. Why, as a voter, I don't understand why he took you to the White House or why you even went. And she said, I didn't see it as serving him. She was, I felt it was like a call to duty, like a call to work for my country. And Ross said, oh, Ross said, okay, I, I can see that. You know, maybe you think you're going to go help or you're going to go do something. But she said, she quickly realized how bad it was. And basically says she was haunted nightly by tweets. Like, what, what was he going to tweet next? Oh, my God. And Ross says to her, well, could you, could you say anything to him? Is there, and she said, I, I would try, but then I would get cut off. People around him would, don't let, wouldn't let me around him anymore, cut off her security clearance to certain places. And uh, Ross says, uh, well, is there anyone that can get to him or that can talk to him? She's like, I don't know. I'm not there. And he goes, well, should we be worried? And she said, yeah. She said, it's bad. And he goes, no, don't tell me that. I want you to tell me it's good. He goes, I I wish I could tell you. She said, no, it's not good. It's not. It's not going to be okay. I mean. And that's some creepy shit, man. I mean, she's basically solidifying basically what all of us suspect is going on there, which is just that it's it's all just downhill and that the shit's rolling downhill and that we're all fucked. She she also went on the next week to say even uh, actually this show's on like three times a week I swear it's on like every two days. <laughs> and, and, Good thing the celebrity version. And is I'm getting clowned for watching wrestling. Version. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Um, like I said, it, it, I don't know how long a regular season of Big Brother is uh, like eleven twelve weeks or something, but this one's only like six or six. It's short. Yay. Anyway. So then she even went on to say, like, Pence is even worse. She said, those of you wanting him impeached, don't, you, don't, you know, be afraid of what you ask for. But she goes, Pence will say stuff like, she, he thinks Jesus talks to him. Jesus tells him to say things. Oh, my God. <laughs> I saw somebody post online going, isn't that what serial killers usually say? Is it? Yeah. You know. My dog told me to do it. Exactly. Here's the thing. I don't know Omarosa. I didn't, like I said, I didn't watch her original season. I don't, I don't know how much I can believe her. And if she's doing this for some kind of show. I mean, uh, it's hard because we're literally talking about someone who got famous under this guy's like show, ended up legitimately ended up in the white house, which is surreal. And then she ends up back on another reality show talking shit. So it's I don't know, man. It's 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 hard for me to take someone seriously when their their resume is full of reality shows. Like, is she is she, is she being legit? I mean, mind you, I there's no reason why I I I I think that she's bullshitting. But you know, I don't know, man. Like, I don't trust reality show people. Like they 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 just seem like they're always on. You know? Yeah, I hear you. I also was kind of like. Is she saving face or is she trying to? But then it's like, for what? Nobody's blaming her for anything. Nobody's fucking blaming her for any kind of crisis or anything stupid that went on over there. Yeah. So what would she really have to like, you know, I mean, look, try and save face for you know, of I all mean, of the people that were, you know, that came over with him. Like she she was pretty much under the radar the entire time she was there, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. It's interesting. Oh, I forgot. Keisha Knight Pullum's on there too. Rudy from the Huxtable. 
<laughs> oh my god! I knew it should get That's somebody. It. Anyway, so yeah, uh, it's interesting. Uh, I'll let you know. I'll let you know what goes on there. Yeah, let's. I see. just like I said, she she basically you know told us all what we didn't want to hear and what we were afraid to hear from someone coming out of the White House. But yet, I don't really know if I can believe her. Yeah, I mean, look, would you be surprised if all of this shit is true? No, no, not really. No. Sadly to say, when her saying that is one of the things that made me go, we should really get the fuck out of this country. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Where, oh, yeah. I don't know what, <laughs> at this point, I don't know where is safe. You know? Right, I don't either. Um, so I was watching that on TV. I also, I think I was sending you snaps like a couple days ago. I totally binge watched The Good Place. <laughs> good on you. Good on you, man, because that's a good I show. Totally, I told you. I binge, I binge watched the entire first season. It was pretty funny. And then I got to think about maybe four episodes into the second season. And I'm kind of like, okay, where's it going to go from here? I haven't watched it in a, in a little bit. This show can go <laughs> infinite. I'm telling you, like, like Trisha, my, my wife's uh, problem with the show was after the first season, she's like, yeah, I don't know how where they're going to go with this. And then they flip it, you know, in the second season. So, you know, a show like this can be infinite. That's true. It's wait, pretty funny. I'm enjoying it. Wait till you get towards the end of this season or, you know, I guess I wouldn't say end of the season because I'm not sure if they're done yet or not. But these last couple oh. episodes is like, oh, okay, they totally flipped it. Okay, all right, good, good. It's a good, good show, enough. man. It's funny. I forgot you were asking me. I'm trying to figure out what what um, non-reality TV shows that I watch. <laughs> uh, Broad City is another one. Oh, that one's funny. I like that one. I like that. That, okay, that one just showed okay, up on Hulu. Broad City. So I, I oh, great. So I binged this last season like in like a couple days. Yeah, we love us some Broad City. So yay. Yeah, that's Abby great. and Alana. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and in music news, oh man, you and I let's see. We like to stick in our little comfortable bubbles of music. Yep. But we were discussing the fact that we should maybe venture out and listen to like see what see what the world is listening to. Yeah. So I went on Spotify the other day, and the number one song in the country this week, according to Spotify's chart, I don't know where they get it from. Didn't say it was Billboard or anything, but the number one song was Drake, and it was God's Plan. Yeah, did you listen I, to it. Yeah, I did. Do you like Drake? Do you know Drake? Do you I mean, know who I, he is? I, I, I mean, I Do know, know Drake. Canada? Do you know he was on Degrassi? Yeah. See, I know, I know all this. Ba- <laughs> I know this. I know more of this dude's backstory than I thought I would. Um, but yeah, I listen to this track and I feel like I've heard other songs by this kid that are better than this one because I, I wasn't feeling this track at all. I didn't either. I don't like that whiny flow that he does. There's some tracks he does that I've liked. I admit, there's some I like, but. That slow whiny. It, it, you're right. That song sounded the same as a bunch of other weird songs. Yeah, I was. I wasn't feeling it. Nope. I hope that doesn't last Sorry, very Drake. long, so we can move on to a different song. You, you weren't in God's plan for me. No, <laughs> baby, Cheez-Its is not in my plan for you. Uh, I did. I did uh, ask you about Rick Ross last time. And yes. Sent you some tracks to listen to. What you, yes. what you think of? What you think of uh, Rose? So so I listened to Devil Is a Lie. Okay, that was the song that Marilyn Manson walked out to the last time I saw him in concert. Like, that was his whole stage intro. Right, right. So, I thought it was a good track. Um, I enjoyed Jay-Z the most of the track. Um, It was good. (laughs) It was good, but I didn't love it. It was a long track, and I was like, 
looking at the time going, all right, is this going to finish or what? Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. I, I, the, the other track that you sent me, I did like a lot more, which was, uh, which was One of Us. Oh, with Nas. Yeah. Okay. I, that, <laughs> Nas, Nas starts off the like song, and, and Nas sounds fucking solid as fuck. That one, that one was uh, of the three of these three songs, was my favorite of the week. I like the track, the lyrics, the beats, everything was solid. Nice. And, and like I like, nice. Yeah, so I, I can I can hear I, I can hear this song again. I, I'll play this song again. <laughs> all right, all right, um, that's cool. So I'll, with I'll that one, that, that one, yeah, that one's kid tested, mother approved. Um, <laughs> but the other two tracks, I'm uh, yeah, I'll skip the shit out of those two tracks. <laughs> um. Let's see. Oh, I did note. Okay, there's a, there's a new Rick Ross song. Okay, I'll have to say that you know, Spotify's been handy dandy this week. Like when I said I just popped open a little browse section and went to the charts to find out what was going on. And then they have these little um, even if new releases, I think. Oh, like your release radar. Like here's what's going to be on your radar. You know, because of the music you're following that you listen to. Interesting. And I'm like. Right. I'm like, really? I'm like, okay. And that's how I stumbled across fucking L7 having a brand new goddamn oh my song. God. And I had no fucking idea. So awesome. It was called I'm Back to Bitch. And I swear it just came out like this month or something. Yeah. I... And they had one they came out last fall called um what was it? The Merlago one? Oh yeah, Dispatch. God. Dispatch to Merlago. Yeah. That, that song was great. It was supposed to be, it was about Trump tweeting from Merlago, like, you know, with shit going down <laughs> at I'm, the end of the world. I'm so glad this, ba- this band is back. I love this band. This band reminds me of the Goody Days. Like, yep. th- this is one of the, those solid bands that just takes me back. It makes me want to listen to all their other shit after listening to these two tracks. I, I have, so this is, I came back to Bitch. This is their new single. When I first played it, I was like, okay, it's a little bit more of their poppy ones. Which I was like, eh. How about there? Um, but when the guitar riff kicks in, it's like good old 90s fucking grunge rock. Yeah. I'm glad. Thank you, girls. I'm glad they're one of those bands that haven't changed their sound for shit. Right? I need that sound. It sounds just like them 20 years ago. Yeah. 25 years ago. I came back to bitch. They did an, uh, They were doing an article I was reading, and they said, you know, shit's hitting the fan right now. Some people come back with their acoustic guitars. We come back to bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We it, have a different approach. I, I'm thinking that it, as much as I'm kind of a curmudgeon to go into shows, this would be a band that would bring me out to a show. So here's what happened. I actually knew that they, the four, the original lineup, Danita Sparks, Susie Gardner, Demetra Plekis, and Jennifer Finch, they all reunited in 2015. This I was aware of. I'm a big fan of L7. Okay. Love them. I even ran into one of them at the Santa Monica Mall. What? <laughs> tell her in the Warner Brothers store that she was fucking cool. Anyway. Um, so yeah, they reunited in 2015. I saw this. I, I think I happened to, do you have the Bands in Town app? No. It's a great app called Bands in Town. It knows where you are. You you tell it what music you like. You connect it to your Spotify, and it tells you what bands that you like and you follow are coming into town or anywhere near you. It's pretty Interesting. cool. 
So I followed L7 on there and I saw that they had two shows. Like they played two random shows last year. One of them was opening for some big band that I could give two shits about. And the other show was like somewhere else. And I was like, what the fuck was that? But apparently it was them just trying it out to see if they still wanted to play together. And they had fun. They had a good time. So they wrote a couple new songs. And they're actually going to do a little string of dates this spring in April. Unfortunately, there's not one California date on there. God damn it. But all we can do is hope that this, uh, no, Lisa, something more. I hope um, so. Here's the cool part, dude. The reason they've been kind of writing new music is they just had a documentary come out about them last October called L7 Pretend We're Dead. So our homework this week is going to be you and I watch that because I waited. I haven't watched it yet. All and right, we'll watch I'm in. it. And we'll, we'll review it next week. L7, the Pretend We're Dead documentary, all about the band. Yeah, all right, Sounds I'm in. dope. I'll watch Taking that. Taking us back to the 90s. Oh, I might have to like wear... an old fool. <laughs> so cool. I'm going to wear my flannels. <laughs> I don't even know if I have any Doc Martens anymore. No. I Remember those um, dark green velvet ones I had? Yep. Don't know where what happened to them. I smoked mm-hmm. too much pot. I can't remember. <laughs> Nah, the only thing I'll, I'll put on my on my feet nowadays is Adidas. So, so you like both those L seven tracks? Yeah, yeah. Th- th- like I said, those made me want to listen to like their old shit and put on you yep. know the old albums. So I- I'm actually gonna be doing that. Um, yeah, just for shits and giggles. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I'm I'm stoked about that documentary. So cool so, so not not to change the subject, but. One thing, one thing that I was not all that crazy about was your movie assignment. Really, you didn't like the Grand Budapest Hotel? Okay, so I, uh, okay, so I liked it. I didn't love it. I spent more time waiting for the next cameo, honestly, and <laughs> and there was parts was where I was part. kind of. That's the one thing about Wes Anderson. It's like if I'm spending too much time waiting for the next quote unquote cameo, then I'm out of the movie. I thought this one had a hell of a lot better storyline, though, than most of them. Most of them, they lose me in the storyline somewhere. It was, but this one I thought was like a fun caper. It was fine. Well, It went capery, and then it kind of like, I don't know. It was okay. It was <laughs> it, There was parts of it that, I mean, I had to watch it in two sittings. Because um, after the first sitting, I'm like, I'm kind of bored, so I'm just going to cut this off right now. Um, <laughs> it was fine. Like, this dude... I don't know. He's kind of hit or miss with me. Sometimes he'll, he'll make a movie where I'm like, okay, I, I like totally that. I totally agree. And then this one, I was just like, meh. I get it. Look, yeah. it was visually pretty, and, and like yeah. I said, it, it, the story was unique and stuff, but for me, it just was like, meh. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I, I agree. I mean, no, I love this movie, but with his, I agree. They're, they're uh, hit or miss. Um, I, like, I loved Rushmore, but it's like, Royal Tenenbaums, not so much. Yeah. Or uh, the what was the one? Moonlight Kingdom, Moonrise. Yeah, Sun 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 Sunrise Kingdom or something. Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Not you know, didn't really get into that one either. See, I <laughs> I, I saw that one and I think I like that one. Um, maybe I'll go back and watch it again to see if I actually feel like that or I was just playing with my emotions. Um. I liked, I really liked Willem Dafoe's character in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, he as was the, good. Uh, the henchman. Oh my God, when he, he threw Jeff Goldblum's cat out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Did he just throw my cat out the window? Exactly. Come on. <laughs> this movie 
actually had moments that made me like, bah! Like another one was um, when Feinstein, when um, Feinstein, when um, Ralph Fiennes, uh, his character was talking in the uh, monastery to the when he was supposed to be giving the confession to the priest who was supposed to be telling him, and he dies. He's like, or no, he said something. They killed his sister. Those fuckers. <laughs> It was it, all right. He was funny in the movie because he had his moments where he was very prim and proper, and then he let yeah. one what, let let one out, and you're like, all right, he's funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Um, I did watch a. Fa- we had a family movie night, and we all watched Guardians of the Galaxy two. Oh shit! So all right. So before you you start with that, you obviously watched the first one, right? Actually, it was funny because we had. Um, Almost two. We had another family night previously because my mom has never seen the first one, so we all watched the first one again, and then watched the second one like two nights later. I so, think. do you like that first one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I like the first one better than the second one. Yeah, I, 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 I love those two movies. I, I, I like the, uh, which, which is interesting because if you watch those two movies, you can tell that those definitely influenced this last Thor movie, which is totally fine because it was really good. But uh-huh. yeah, I like the Guardians movies. I think they're really fun and uh, they're solid to me. Yeah, I mean, I felt like the whole storyline in the second one with um, Star Lord's dad with Kurt Russell, which I love that it was Kurt Russell. And the whole funny thing in the beginning when he was young, my mom and I were like, how'd they show him so young? How'd they get him so young? <laughs> we're like, we CGI'd him with himself. CGI, motherfucker, <laughs> CGI. <laughs> but that whole storyline, it's kind of like you kind of knew where that was going, you know. It was sure. like, eh, you know. So I, I kind of wish that that had a better plot, but I enjoyed it. I was kind of, I was also hoping that um, her sister and Michael Roker's character would be new um, Guardians members, but no. <laughs> well, sort <laughs> one of. Dies, one goes her own I, way. But how we'll funny? I, but how funny is his line where he's like, "I'm, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all." <laughs> yeah, that was good. We do we do enjoy those movies. It's funny because I've made a Chris Pratt fan out of my mother. So now the next family movie night is we're all going to watch uh, The Magnificent Seven with uh, Denzel Washington, the oh, Western. Oh, yeah, I did see that. I did see that. So, uh, yeah, anyway, we watched both of them. And, yeah, they're fun. They're good. Did, now, did you watch that, uh, that Venom tra- trailer I sent you? Uh... Well, okay, here's the thing. Oh, boy. You you didn't send me the exact the link, so I just found one and watched it online. And I have to admit, it was boring as fuck, and I turned it off halfway through. Oh, my God. Are you <laughs> so sure? If there, was, if there was a better version of the trailer you wanted me to watch, you need to send me that link. Oh, <laughs> it man. Was like, I was well, like... It was boring. <laughs> well, I, I mean, all right, I'll have to see if, if the one that, that I watched was the one that you watched. I mean... Was it slow, slow, slow build? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was that slow. But, it, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I did find it interesting that they didn't even, like, remotely hint to showing the Venom character in the, in the trailer. But, okay. uh, but I like that dude. Uh, what's it? Tom Hardy? I like that guy. So... Uh, Wasn't he from uh, Mad Max? Yeah, did did you watch that one? You know what? Out of all the Mad Maxes, that's one of them that when it comes on, if we're flipping through channels, we'll stick around and watch it. It's great because it's like there's not a lot of dialogue you have to follow. (laughs) It's just visually stimulating. That's a I like that one. (laughs) Yeah, I I do too. Now, okay, uh, you're gonna have to remind me who Venom is. Isn't he in? Isn't he Spider Man's? enemy or something yeah i mean long story short he's 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 one of the uh 
the villains to to uh, to Spider Man, which I I don't think they'll cross this with that, but who knows? Maybe, maybe not. You so know. is this movie going to be his introduction? Is it? And so is he going to be on the fence now? Is he kind of the good guy, kind of the bad guy? It wouldn't surprise or is he just me. Straight up bad guy movie. Well, because I no, I think I think I think they're playing him kind of on the fence because I heard that Carnage is the bad guy in the movie, which is another yeah. kind of like you know symbiote kind of like um, being like a symbiotic, symbiotic uh, character like Venom is. So, see, I'm not a big Spider-Man fan either. Oh man, but that that last one was good. I don't even know who is playing Spider Man these days. It doesn't matter. This kid. Okay, so all right, so you know, first you had uh, what's his name, uh, Tobey Maguire. Yep. And so, like the you know, he had a couple of good movies. That last one was not good, and then they brought that other kid in, and those movies, you know, it's it's. I think that movie suffered from, you know, them trying to stick too much in one movie. But this Marvel version of this uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, they pull back a little bit. They kind of like let him be a teenager in in high school, and it was good. Like I, we really liked that one. I like I didn't even see that one in the theater because I'm like, ah, I might not be that good, whatever. And it, when it came out, I'm just like, I'm just gonna fucking buy it on you know digital, whatever. And I'm glad I did because it, it's a good movie. I think hmm. I think out of all those Spider-Man movies, this one to me is the, is the best one. Hmm. They really did a solid job with this one. All right. I'm just saying, man, might have to be homework. <laughs> Not right I'm now, gonna take, but I'm, I'm just gonna saying. I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> it's, 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 it's good. I think, I, I think you'll like it. That's just my professional opinion. Are there any movies you go to the theater to that are not? I mean, like, what was the last movie you went and saw that was not like a comic book related or Star Wars? Oh fuck! Um, that is a good question. I mean, like, like I said last week, I did see The Shape of Water and I Tanya. But you didn't see those at the movies. Uh, no, but I would have if I had the time. Um, That's what I'm talking about. Movies that big enough to make it worth your time, effort, and money uh, to get up off your ass. And I don't know, man. Theaters. I'm I'm kind of a sucker. I'm kind of a sucker for you know for sci-fi movies. Um, well, I mean, I I I, uh, I agree with you because my opinion is why go to the theater for like a rom com? You don't need to see that on like a big screen. I mean, you want the sound effects. You want the visual effects yeah. on the big screen I you mean, want the sound of an action movie or something like that so i get it not that i'm opposed to it because we i've done that before and we used to do that shit all the time um i have to say movies with their little luxury recliners movie theaters and stuff they're getting me out there more oh my days. god there's there's a place a mile i can walk to that shit a mile See? from here and they got that luxury seat thing and the to me look to me the greatest thing that movie theaters did was say Oh shit! Here's an assigned seat. I don't have yeah. to line up hours before the fucking movie, waiting there yep. to be like, oh, I hope I get a good seat. I buy my yeah. tickets early enough to where I'm right smack in the middle where I love to fucking be. I love this new way of doing movie theaters. Yeah, we don't have one close to us. They're they're building one, but we're moving anyway. But um, there was there was one we used to go to that I enjoyed. But yeah, it's got to be like a good visually stimulating sounding movie to get me to go see it in the theater. Otherwise, what's really the point? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, and usually the summer lends that lends that kind of movie going kind of experience for me. So you know, once the movies the the movies in the summer start to rev up, I'll probably be going pretty regularly. I like going to the movies. It's just I, I I like I like the comfort of those seats. I like the assigned seating. I like the big feel of watching you know big action or sci fi movie on a big screen like. Yeah I, yeah, I have to say, I, I, I do enjoy it more the last few years uh, other than, uh, you know, rather than, uh, than poo-pooing it. Um, I mean, t- to me, what got me going was uh, there was a theater close to my home that had like 18 and over theater, like movies, yep. screenings. So like when I want to go see Harry Potter or Hunger Games, I'm going 18 and over so I don't have any screaming brats in my movie theater. Oh, and you're gonna serve me beer? That's what got us to go. <laughs> yeah, see, I miss I miss living close to an arc light because the arc light would do that shit. So yeah, maybe if we get close to a theater again, we'll go out more because um, I do enjoy it. Um, I was gonna say I think in my book, Star Wars gets me out to the theater. The last movie, Hunger Games, Harry Potter's, those did. I would say the last movie that wasn't in any kind of um brand theme name you know trilogy whatever like that was probably maleficent was the last thing we got me oh, <laughs> that was a good one last standalone movie so so wait a minute in regards to harry potter did you watch this this last one that was kind of like like new and stuff actually yeah. we how long has it been out like two years we just watched it probably like within the last month and what did you and think about really, that movie we we really enjoyed it here's the thing here's what got me Here's what got me on board was I saw the cast for the next one. Yeah. And I went, oh, shit. And then I told my husband, we need, I think we need to watch this. And we actually really enjoyed it. That's interesting, man, because I've watched that movie now three times. I don't, I, they're just boring. It's boring. And you liked all the Harry Potter movies? Fuck yeah, I watched all those. Like, that's usually like a winter thing. <laughs> we pull those, like... Look, when, when the winter comes, we watch Nightmare Before Christmas and we watch the Harry Potter movies. And, oh, cool. And, and for some reason, I, I want to... It, it, it's, it, it's the same feeling I have when I watch The Phantom Menace in the theater the first time. I wanted to love that fucking movie because it was, oh shit, it's part of the franchise. Oh shit, it's dope. Um, and I don't. There's, I, I'm bored by that fucking... That, that, uh, Newt? Yeah, I'm just bored by that by that story by the people. There's nothing. That... You know what I was sad about? It made the um, American wizards all look like douchebags. I'm like, oh, oh why do our wizards got to be a holes? Well, does this, <laughs> does it really surprise you? I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> I guess not. But I'm looking forward to the next one. Well, I'm hoping um, the next one will be better. What I found out was okay. Did you read the play that J.K. Rowling? wrote that was the sequel to the Harry Potter movies. I know about it, but I didn't read it. Um, I, I ordered it on Amazon. I read it. It's, a, I read it in like three days. Cause it's a play. You go through it really fast. And I was upset that it was only being produced in London, you know? And then like, I was on Instagram the other day and somebody's posting pictures in New York and right up there in Times Square behind them is the Harry Potter place coming to Broadway. Oh like, shit. Oh shit. So, so, so just a matter of time before it shows up at the Pantages. Yeah, hopefully. That'd be cool. And that one's about Harry Potter's kid. It's about his youngest son, his middle son. So, so do you think they'll turn that shit into a movie? Would it surprise you if they turn it into a movie? No, it wouldn't. But the only reason I say that I, I don't know if it would is because 
because I think it's having a fun run as a standalone play being a separate kind of thing. And I think if they turned it into a movie, she would be expected to do more, which I don't think she wants to really do any more in, you know, in Harry's life. Right. I mean, I, I could see her, you know, these other stories and stuff. Sure. But I think she's done with that. So that's the only reason why I'd be surprised if it became a movie because it's like, eh, just let it be a play. It's cool. Yeah. It's standalone. It's cool. Anyway, <laughs> what's our homework this week? Do we have any homework this week? Did we give her? Oh, yeah, the L7 documentary. Okay. Yeah, we're going to um, watch that L7 documentary. So we'll make sure and do that. But real quick, okay, what the fuck do you think about the new Snapchat update? <sighs> All right. So I, I feel like at some point in life, I mean, look, we know some people that know some people that rob some people. We're bound to know somebody who works in social media, somebody that works for Facebook or somebody who works for Instagram or somebody who works for Snappy Chats because I would love to know why they feel it's important to change it. Now, they always sound so pumped about oh, this, this new change is going to be so awesome and it's going to be so much easier to do things and that, you know, and whatever. Every time that they update one of these fucking apps, it just seems like uh, another fucking loop I got to, you know, jump through to, 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 to just do exactly what I wanted to do before. It's so stupid. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Fucking hate it. Fucking hate it. So okay. so please, if you know somebody, let us know why you think why you're so compelled to change this shit because it's not gonna it's not like it refreshes us and go, oh, I'm so glad they did this. Like I can get like I can give a shit about you trying to do you know snappy chat fucking filters on, on Facebook. I don't give a shit about that. Facebook is there so I can, you know, see what other people are into, but see baby pictures. You know, whatever. <laughs> you know, if I want to do my photography shit, I'll look at the Instagram. If I want to talk to, like, anybody under, I don't know, 25, I'll use the Snappy Chats. You know. <laughs> so don't don't make things so fucking complicated and just less is more. Less is more with that app. That app was perfect the way it was. I don't understand why they had to go and flip it. Here's why I loved the Snappy Chats. For me, Snappy Chats was like, I loved the um, how quickly things were come and go. You look at it once and it's gone. It's not going to stay on your feed forever. I can post stupid shit on there because it's not going to stay up forever that I wouldn't put on my Instagram feed. Yeah. You know, that's what I enjoyed about it. I also enjoyed when it was in real time. Like when you were first, when you couldn't pull shit up from your camera and memories to post. Yeah. I liked when it was in real time. Here's what somebody's doing right fucking now. I don't care what you did last week. What are you doing right now? You know, that's what I enjoyed about it. You know, those things change fine, whatever. Uh, okay, here's the two things I do like about Snapchat. I do like how all my my real-life friends are now in one section, as opposed to the celebrities or whoever else that I follow. But I am so, so anal retentive that when I, like, you know how before you could put a check mark to the stories you wanted to watch and yeah. kind of watch them all back-to-back? Back? Yeah. So I would click all my friends that I wanted to watch in real life and watch them all first back-to-back. Back. Some I want to watch, some I don't want to watch. And at least they'd all play in a row back-to-back back done. Then, like, if I'm following the Kardashians, which I do, I will check all of them and watch theirs at one time. Because a lot of times they're doing the same things. They're posting from the same shit. Or there's this one other reality family that I follow a lot of them on. So I'll watch theirs all together at one time. Their new option doesn't let me do that. 
It's like I got to search through them. So I can't watch them like all together anymore in my OCD segregated brain, which I prefer to do. And if I've watched somebody's Snapchat that I thought was funny, like a celebrity or something, and I want to show my husband who doesn't follow him, it's now a bitch to go in. I literally have to go to the search button and type that person's name in to go find their story because now they filled the story pages with a ton of shit that I don't follow and I don't want. That's what pisses me off is when they start throwing people in my feed. Fine. I, I get that you want to shove your stories down your throat from fucking complex and taste made and iHeartRadio and whatever magazines. But when you start throwing people like, here's Kyra. Maybe you want to watch her story. Maybe the fuck I don't, or I would fucking follow fucking Kyra. That's what pisses me off. I don't, I don't follow a lot of people on, on snappy chats. So it made things easier for me to just have them all centralized in one place. Now I get like fucking like that dude who does the T-Mobile commercials. Who's the DJ. Um, fucking DJ, you know, fucking <laughs> Khaled or something, whatever his fucking name is. All right. I don't. I know he's a DJ. I, I can. I can tell you. I've never heard any of his fucking tracks. Um, yeah. Like I don't care. I like. I didn't follow you before. Why? Why am I interested now? That's what pisses me off. So is that stupid. If I didn't follow these people before, why are you shoving them down my throat? Like with Instagram and their fucking. Here's what we think you, you want to look at. Why do I want to look at some George Lopez's post from six days ago when you won't show me my real life friends post from two hours ago? That it's drives like me. When you that, assume what oh I want to look at, that pisses me off. That drives me insane. The fact that I'm like, oh shit, they're at this fucking event. Like, oh no, if that event happened, you know, three days ago, like, can't you yeah. just leave things in chronological order? Trust me, I'm a swiper. I'll keep swiping until I'm not interested. Like, stop yeah. that shit. I keep sending snaps to Snapchat, going change it back. I was te- I was typing them, and then they'd auto reply with a, uh, "Oh, do you need help? No, fucker, unless you change it back." So now I just started sending them snaps, explaining to them what they're doing to my OCD personality when they mix up all my celebrities with a bunch of people I don't follow, and now I can't watch them in the order I want, and it gives me anxiety. Fuck off, Snapchat. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> It makes me so angry. I will do have to say, though, in the tech world, I do want to give props to um, Spotify, though. Like I said, once I started kind of poking around there in the browse section and the charts, I assumed it was just going to throw a bunch of new music crap my way. But it didn't. It, it really went off of what my playlists were. That's nice. And it's like, here's what you should check out. That's nice. So like the first song, Calvin Harris and Party Next Door. Yeah, no. Chainsmokers, no. And I went, L7? Good job, good job, Spotify. Kudos to you. Yeah, just don't just don't change your shit anytime soon. You know what? They haven't changed their shit in a while, so don't either ch- props to them or it's coming. Or we just jinxed it. <laughs> damn it! Damn it! Fuck. You got anything else to add this week, Mister X? No, I think I'm good. I think uh, so. So I think what we should start doing though is that we should start posting the. Um, the homework that we have in case people want to listen to these things as well. So we'll start posting those on the, the at, at the art hurts with a Z um, Twitter and just letting you know what our homework is for the week. So if, in case you guys want to watch and you know, is that really for us? Because we forget half the time what our homework is for the week. <laughs> it, it kind of is, but I might as well just say that it's for them. It's all for I'll you guys. It. I'll take it. It's I for you, it. Damien. Um, <laughs> oh my god, that <laughs> that movie freaks me out. 
So, you know, I figured, you know, and, and, and I had a couple people ask if I would I would post the homework and stuff. So, yeah, we'll post the All homework. Right. So, right now, the homework is to watch this L7 documentary. And if anything else pops up, we'll definitely post it on The Art Hurts on Twitter and The Art Hurts on Instagrams. And, uh, yeah. Sounds good. Plug, plug, plug. Until next time, until next time my friend. All right, until next time. Pwah, pwah, pwah. Goody squad, oh. Goody squad.